So today we're gonna to talk about how to start running. Please do not be intimidated by it. We have made so many mistakes. And I think in our eyes, that is the beauty of our podcast. We are actively learning. Every day. Every day. We are all on this running journey together. And go run the day. Don't let the day run you. This is Run the Day with Rafe and Tay. We're runners, we're married, and now we got a podcast. Why? Because we love running and it is so much more than just a physical activity. And we want to bring as many friends in as we can on the journey. Each episode, we're going to answer a question. Sometimes we're going to come up with a question or you could submit the question and we're going to discuss it. So what's today's question? So today we're going to talk about how to start running. How to start running. I mean, that is a loaded question, Taylor Ann. And I think that to start, we should address how we started running. Give a little background of that. Yeah, I like that. Would you like to start? Yeah, sure. So I think something unique about us is that we both started running before we even met each other. We both started in high school. We went to two separate high schools. They were actually in the same state, not too far apart, but we didn't meet until freshman year of college. I started running because I was doing dance for like 13 years and my confidence was just really low and really broken. And my mom encouraged me actually to try something. I was really scared to do something on my own and by myself, not knowing anyone else that was doing it. I walked down to the track by myself. I was a junior in high school, so I started really late. And after the first day, I just like fell in love with it. And it completely opened up a door and led me into walking onto our college team and eventually meeting Ray's freshman year. And by the time we both graduated, we were both scholarship and we were both captains on our team. I was always, my nickname growing up was Rabbit in my house because I'd always run around my house. Fast forward many years later, I'm a junior in high school. One of my friends at the time were in English class together and he's talking about track and how fast he is. And I'm like, dude, I bet you I'm faster than you. And he's like talking back to me saying there's no way. So I was like, I will join the track team just to prove to you that I'm faster than you. Uh, and this was all just like false confidence that I had. It wasn't like I was this like elite level, like super talented sprinter. I just like to run. Uh, I did end up being faster than him. Uh, I hurt myself early in the sport because I didn't know how spikes worked, etc. Whatever. Ended up um, running in college, walking onto the team, met Tay. Um, and then, you know, towards the tail end of my college career, I hurt myself. Um, I ended up leaving the sport in like a pretty bad place and then recently have picked it up. Um, more seriously again the past couple of years and have fallen back in love with it. So I'm excited to talk about how to start running because I feel, feel like I've experienced every side of kind of the, the spectrum of what running is. I've been on the side where it has really stripped me of my confidence and my purpose in life and has really um, kind of hurt me more than it's benefited me. And then I've been on the flip side as of recently where I feel like I can't get enough of it and I just love it so much and what it does for me far past just the physical stuff that I just you know feel this passion to try to get other people involved with it in the right way. Right. And I think that what we've both experienced is changing our relationship with running from being back in high school through college to after college. I think that we've both experienced a different relationship and now we've 
grown and still learning our relationship with running. And it really is a good translation to life and going through our days. And that's why we want to talk about running the day. That's what we call the podcast, Run the Day, because I think if you've changed your perspective on running and change your perspective on certain things in life, you'll see that they're really related. I, I think the best starting place for me when talking about how to start running is kind of, I, I know we've touched upon it, like developing what your why is or what the reason is that you're exploring the sport. And I would challenge someone who's exploring the sport for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's like, you've been inspired by someone you've seen doing it, or there's some reason why you want to get into it. But I would try to find your why and just try to make it more than just something physical. Mm -hmm. I think like just to simply join the sport, just to get in better shape. I think that's when you enter the territory that I feel like a lot of people do where it becomes a chore. Like, you know, you see maybe people who lift or, you know, there's like, I feel like a joke in the running community for like, people who've done other sports that like runnings, you know, mm -hmm. your punishment and it's whatever it is like. Mm -hmm. So I think it has this already preconceived notion that it's just a boring, negative, like, you know, not fun to do sport. Mm -hmm. So I feel like going in with the approach that it's strictly physical is kind of setting you up more for not failure, but not to enjoy the full yeah, extent of it. Yeah, I think finding your why of what you're going to do, and it could be a variety of things. You're, you get to pick what your why is, and you also, you get to pick what your why is. Like, why am I going for a run, or why do I want to run a race, or why do I just want to exercise every day? You get to pick what it is, and I think it's also, if you pick beyond like a physical goal, or physical milestone, you'll learn different ways to enjoy it. So it doesn't have to be a race. It doesn't have to be, I want to get in shape. It could just, it could also be mental. It could be a way for you to prioritize yourself when you wake up in the morning and waking up with a purpose, not going straight to school or work. You wake up to go for your run, to fill up your own cup before pouring it to everyone else. Maybe it's best time like we share, I, I feel like, you know, we probably both have multiple whys, but maybe we share what our top why is. So for me, main reason why I run is the mental health aspect of it. So ironically, I always feel like when I'm running, it's the one time my mind isn't running. Um, so like the majority of, of time in life, and I feel like this is for most people, there's a little voice in my head that just talks to me nonstop and it says bad things and it says good things. And then I analyze those bad things and good things. And it's an exhausting process of just, you know, your thinking mind. So I feel like running to me is therapeutic because it's only the only time where there's a gap of time where I could go out, you know, and run for 30 minutes, an hour, and like you finish it and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I can't even tell you a singular thought I had throughout that entire process. And to me, that's the beautiful part of it is that I feel like it's this never ending lesson that I keep learning how to get better and better at day in and day out of how to stop listening to my mind because I've come to the realization that that little voice inside my head it isn't, it isn't even me talking. So why am I feeding into it and listening to it? And running is the best practice to learn to stop listening to that voice. Because there's so many times when you run, 
your, your voice says, oh, like my lungs are burning. I'm super tired, X, Y, Z. But like you train yourself over time if you keep, you know, keep at it to stop listening to that voice. And it just eventually fades away. And it fades away in running and it fades away in the rest of your life. Yeah, I think that's also um, practicing meditation, right? That's kind of the same concept of like noticing that voice that you're having in your head and like choosing to like brush it away. Mm -hmm. You know, Headspace has those really cute graphics and animations. Yeah, just just a little noting. Like I noticed that I'm starting to think about this, clear it from my head. Yeah. Um, As that's a really good why of why you run. Why do you run? Why do I run? Um, I feel like I could think of a lot of reasons. Okay, I think for me, it's my way of filling up my cup and it, genuinely makes me happy. I like having a purpose of waking up in the morning and having something to focus on besides my typical adult everyday life. So it's just something to pour myself into. It's something to dedicate myself to. I like planning out my workouts and learning about how to get better, whether it's learning about different nutrition or, you know, running gels. I just love having a purpose and it's like, I guess, a hobby, I guess you could say. I love investing myself into something. I think it makes me a better person. I think it makes me a happier day for you, makes me a happier day for my job, my friends, my family. I think I just am happier if I am investing something into myself. I like setting up goals for myself and proving to myself that I can do it. When I was in college, I felt like I didn't have any confidence in myself. I didn't believe that I could do it. Well, at one point we transitioned to running the 800 meter race and that was two laps around the track, which was very long <laughs> for me. That was like insane. And one of the workouts we had to do was a timed mile. And I was like, I could not do that. I was like, that is gonna be the hardest workout I've ever done, a full mile. I can't run a mile. And now, I mean, now I've done like two half marathons, which is absolutely crazy to me. Just having a purpose of proving to yourself that you can do something. Every day you could wake up and push past that barrier of not wanting to get out of bed and doing it. And you just feel better. Like I'm a better person now. Like I'm so glad I did that. For some people, like taking a part of what you said of, I feel like a lot of people don't want to pursue this idea of like feeling selfish and maybe doing something solely for themselves like i'm going to go run to do x for myself so i I think maybe a good starting point sometimes is to think about other people you're doing it for your partner your family your friends like think about how this activity makes you a better person for them and makes you guys have a stronger relationship i think just at the entry part to do that because Maybe if you start with that, it makes you feel less selfish that you're doing something good for yourself, which isn't selfish, but I know that could be a lot of our thought process. And then I think over time, you start to do it for you and not maybe for the people around you. But at the entry point, I think it's, you know, maybe important to think about how it impacts your life more than just your inner self. Yeah. And thinking about all those little things that you push through every time you go for a run and how that impacts your actual day. So each morning when I, I when we like to run in the morning, but obviously you could do it after work, which takes a lot of um, energy as well to finish a work day or finish your school and then say, okay, now I'm going to go home, put my sneakers on and go back outside and go for a run. That's probably the last thing you feel like doing. Waking up in the morning, being comfortable, it's dark out, your alarm goes off, 
to think about getting up when you're comfortable and push yourself to go back out there. That's very difficult too. But once you do it, you won't regret it. And I think thinking changing that like self selfish to self-care, mm-hmm. training that mentality of pushing through, like you're just becoming a better person. Each day you're accomplishing that, of pushing through that mental barrier. And overall, like that habit building and building and building gives you confidence to mean push through other things in life when you're at school or you're at work or you're just dealing with something difficult it kind of helps build that you know, david goggins calls it your the callousing your mind mm-hmm. it builds that perseverance to just push through something and i think that's really cool because that's how running translates to your everyday life in your day it's like it's funny it's interesting to think of like the how the human mind works and creates these narratives because there's still the majority of time i don't want to run in the morning i mean that's just truthful and anyone who says otherwise is just lying but it's funny that we constantly feel this way when i've never finished a run in my life any type of run and been upset that i did it yeah. So it's like if you could just like try to remember and tell your mind when you first wake up or w- before you start the run, like you always feel better after. It's just the process of starting. That's the hardest part of running is just taking the first step. Yeah. So I think maybe a segue, you know, we've been talking about like the mental side and all this other stuff, but I think maybe it's a good segue to think of like the the practical ways that you could actually just get yourself to the starting line. Yes easier i think that you said it it's taking the first step Mm -hmm. right like just taking the first step so don't set these expectations to go out there and your first run to do 30 minutes to do a full mile it could be your first step i think that's something really fun that um coach bennett from the nike running club always said on those guided runs is to leave your first run wanting to do more yeah so do less than you think you should. Run slower than you think you should. That way when you end, you actually want to go back out there and wish you did more. Yeah. And just that I'm looking forward to going back out there. Because if you do your first run and you have this expectation for yourself to just run 30 minutes and you can't make it that far, which is totally okay and very normal if it's your first run, I think you have to just take that first step, leave wanting more mm-hmm. and run slower. Than you think you should. Whether you used to run in the past or you're completely new to the sport, like whatever, if you're using technology of some sorts to track your run, which like long term, I think we both suggest that you do. But when you're starting out, I would just like try to ignore whatever those numbers are in live time as you're running. So if you have an Apple Watch, like, you know, I would say like tape over the screen of the Apple Watch or like flip it over so you can't see it. Or if you're using a phone, like turn off the phone screen and do not look at it. If you have like a Garmin watch, again, like tape it. Because I think if you have any idea of paces, whether it's from a friend or from how you used to be and you're starting to run, you're going to constantly compare yourself, which is one of the like toughest parts of this sport because it's so metric based it's so number based like you run x time you run x distance but like you can't give a shit about that like every single second and especially when you're starting and again this is like a skill that's like i i still struggle with it to run and just be okay if like hey if i don't feel well and i'm running at x pace it's still like a battle inside myself to like oh i gotta go faster but like 
that is how you love the sport. Like you should not be going out and running and every single run, your tank is depleted and you have nothing left. And I had done that and you had for so many years post our college career of like trying to like, oh, train for a 5K. And I'm just like gassed after every single time. And it, it is not fun. It's not fun that way. If you make it enjoyable, you're, I think if you run slower, you have the opportunity to enjoy it more. Whatever you said. Don't think about the pace or don't think about the distance. You're going to find ways to enjoy it. You'll have the opportunity to maybe let your mind wander. So kind of like the opposite of what you're saying of like silencing your mind. Yeah. Sometimes for me, I think I can have like a brainstorm session. You know, when people say they get their best ideas in the shower. Sometimes that happens to me on my easy runs. I like to just start to thinking thinking about things, like get ideas. Mm-hmm. So it could be both. It could be a good like brainstorm session. It could be a way to practice silencing your mind. But you won't do that if you're focusing on your time or the distance and you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. There's other ways you could, there's other benefits you could take out of the run than just yeah. the data. Maybe to answer, like the the mind part that I feel is like, I feel like the majority of time outside of running, the thoughts that I have in my head, I don't feel like are fueled from me. But when I'm running, like, yes, if I have a, like thoughts of like, you know, ideas, which I do too, yeah. like I feel like that's coming from Rafe. Yeah. Which I know is like a weird, like, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. kind of like crazy thought to think of. But like when I'm running, I feel like the thought comes from Rafe. When I'm not running, the thought comes from whoever this other voice is in Rafe's head. Your doubt or your fears. Yeah. And your anxieties. Like that, that doesn't, I feel like when I'm running, I, I can't, I don't have the time to be anxious because I'm like, my body is actively consumed in something else mm-hmm. I'm doing. Just to like close this up, running slower not looking at your watch for your data and setting realistic expectations. Yeah. I think it's sure. the best like practical way to start your first run. You just want to run and end it and want to run again. I've heard other things too of like things we do, which I feel like I've heard in the past and like they sound so simple, but they really do work is if you're going to do it in the morning. And even if you're not, these are still beneficial, but like is to set up your clothes. Then, like, I want you to think of like, from the moment you wake up or do, you know, wherever you're planning to run to the moment you take the first step, how do I eliminate all of these barriers that are in between this and this? So like getting dressed is one of those things. Like, you know, what you like that, simplify that. If you're going to run the next day, pick out the clothes, put them on the ground. Like your odds of of running are going to go up exponentially. If you're planning to run in the morning before work and you have to wake up earlier, I do this and like I hate it in the moment, but like it works today. Like, you know, we woke up at 5.30 a.m. to do this and like obviously that's not supernatural, but is to have my phone away from me in the room where it is not in any hands reach and set your alarm and the alarm's going to go off and you're just going to have to get up and turn it off. And like that is, it has never not worked. I get up every single time. And by the time I stand up, like, and I'm exhausted, it's like, I, I don't want to lay back down at this point. Like I already got up. I might as well yeah. stick with it. Or maybe you do want to lay back down, but you've already stood up. So you're like, okay, if I just take a step towards the door, that's not already like on the right path, yeah. you know? But yeah, picking out my clothes each day, it's, convenient just to have it right there but also to actually think about look at the weather the next morning and see what it is of that way when you wake up you don't have to think about it 
You just put your clothes on. You don't have to look at the weather. Is it raining? Is it hot outside? You already decided. This is what you're wearing. This is what, this is what you need. And that's all there. In addition to that, picking out what your workout is going to be is very helpful. Again, eliminating the thoughts of what yeah. the questions, any hesitation that you could possibly have. So picking up the night before, I mean, we usually like to follow a plan and have we take our time and put it all into the, our Garmin um, calendar. But it could be a week by week basis or just picking out the night before. What am I going to do tomorrow? I'm going to do an easy run. I'm going to do a speed workout. What is the speed workout? Is it programmed into your watch? Do you need a timer? Have it all prepared. So that way when you wake up or you come home from work, it's all there. You put it in your backpack when you leave work or school. Put it on before you leave. That way when you get home, you just put your bag down and you step back outside. If you're one of those people that, again, like, which is hopefully maybe why you're listening to this or like that, mm-hmm. like if you drive and see people running and you're just like, I don't get like, how do they do that? Or like, mm-hmm. what, how, how do all these people enjoy this so much? I think something that's important to, or like beneficial is to sign up for a race. Mm-hmm. Like, and the race doesn't have to be like, you know, five days after you start running, it could be months later, but just sign up for something. And then your pursuit every single day is kind of like brick by brick marching towards that foundation that you're building. And like, I, I think that's better because sometimes it could feel purposeless to run every day um, with no end goal. And again, we were just talking about how like, it's not just a physical thing and that's still a hundred percent true. But I think sometimes, you, you know, when, when it gets tough, when like you have to run, uh, you know, this day and this day and this day, like sometimes you need that reminder of like, why, why am I doing this again? And although most of the time saying like, oh, being a better person, X, Y, Z, like, you know, my mental health is always a great reason. Sometimes having something tangible, like I have to run this race. And like, if I don't do this run, like, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to complete that race. And like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a marathon. It could be a 5k. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I I feel like that gets that height, like raises your odds of actually enjoying it and doing it long-term because. Yeah. Cause you have a goal. Yeah. You're setting your mind to something and you're waking up and that is your why. Yeah. It's part of that. Why? Because when you're laying down in bed and you're comfortable or you are leaving work and you're like, all I want to do is go home and watch TV. You you remember that on August 10th, I have to run that race. Yeah. And each day I'm doing a building block to get there. Yeah. And when I'm a day before that race, I'm going to look back and say, well, look at all these workouts I did. Look at all the training I've built. But if you start not doing that, you're going to look back and not have the confidence to yeah, do it. For sure. It's okay to skip a workout, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I, I totally just, fine. It's just yeah. more of the motivation. It's something to help you to your drive and keep you consistent in how to start running. Yeah. It gives you something to look forward to and work towards. Mm-hmm. It's a really good motivator because honestly, motivation is very temporary. It yeah. keeps you disciplined, I think is a better way to say it. Yeah, because I, I mean, I would love to tell people that like I wake up in the morning and I'm tired and I'm like, no, what, Reef, this rod is so good for your mental yeah. health. You're going to go no. do it. But like no. a lot of times that's not the thing that gets me from like feeling sour about it to actually doing it. Yeah. It's the thing of like Tay said, like, oh, 
like I have to run this race and it is three weeks from now and like not doing this workout I feel like partially like impedes on my ability to do as well as I can yeah or your confidence to approach the race yeah I know that you have all this this training behind you and you have it in there because part of your training plan on purpose yeah you know yeah so again it's something you can always skip a workout if you need to but it's just something that helps you stay disciplined and i think to go to like another bullet point on the list of like how to start running i think when you sign up for a race it it raises your odds of getting immersed in the community of running and like you have to love the sport in its whole to love doing it day in and day out so i think you know when you run a 5k any race i love any race and that's one of the coolest parts about this sport it could be the boston marathon or it could be joe schmo's like local 5k for whatever there's always people on the sidelines cheering for one another and it's strangers cheering for strangers it's people pushing themselves and it doesn't matter if they came in last place or first place both people push themselves to their like you know to their fullest and that's the beauty of the sport. And you need to get yourself immersed in that. And that's how you start to meet other people. That's how you start to be a part of this community. Uh, I think, you know, the more you can be around others and not just keep it as a solo thing to just yourself 24-7, again, I, I think it makes you like the sport a lot more. In our experience, we've only done um, two half marathons so far, but both have been really awesome and I think really helped us become more involved in the sport. A lot of times you sign up for these races, if you go onto the race website, they'll have um, maybe like a free riding program or with your purchase of paying to participate in the race. They'll have like a program you could be part of. And sometimes they'll have um, running, you know, Strava groups or a coach or running coach you can have. And everyone is training for that race. I've seen that a lot, like with different communities for training for that specific race, which is really cool. Yeah. Not specifically just race related, but looking up running clubs in your area. When we moved to the Boston area about uh, six months ago, was it more than that? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like seven. Yeah, maybe like seven, okay. We moved to the Boston area from Connecticut. Um, one way for us to kind of get involved and meet other people we thought was a good idea was to join a running club. It was very intimidating because the first thought you have is, I was gonna be faster than me. They're gonna run further than me. But you have to just kind of put yourself out there and know that everyone there is also passionate about running. So if you at have, all levels, at all levels, yes, entry to right doing it for twenty years. So you shouldn't be nervous to join a run club because everyone else there has the same mentality as you that yeah. they all love this sport, they want to participate in this sport, and you're going to meet all different types of people, which is the best part. People that are the same age as you, older, younger faster slower the same there's gonna be all different levels all different ages and just you could try and you could try different run clubs i think that is the best part everyone in the running community is very welcoming and mm -hmm. you don't have to be so intimidated to join because you might meet people that you get along with really well or motivate you and you learn what races they're doing right mm -hmm. when we moved here a lot of people were training for the Boston Marathon and we were not participating in the Boston Marathon one day. But at the time, we, we were not. We were training for a half marathon. That doesn't mean that we didn't go to the runs or the the group runs. We still went out there and did it and we adjusted our runs when needed. 
and no one questioned it. No one thought anything. Other people were doing the same thing. The best place to find a run club is a run specialty store. So mm -hmm. if you have, if you type in into your Google, like running shoes near me, and you see not like a Dick's or anything like this, but you see like a Fleet Feet or a Pacers or a, you know, whatever running club or marathon sports. Heartbreak running. Heartbreak running. Yeah, so these are local. But um, if you do that, I think that has a great community typically that they've built there. And I also like it because say you go, you go to the store and your intentions are to ask about the run club. You know, you're not going to, but if you, uh, if you get nervous and you want to back out, you could be in there to just look at shoes, right? And then you could back out rather than like sometimes joining a random run club and meeting at a spot. You meet at that spot, they know you're there to go and join the run club. So I, I think sometimes it eases some of the pressure off yourself. Also, we're both fortunate and it would be, you know, it, it makes it easier to say like, hey, if you have a buddy that, you know, maybe is a runner or wants to get into the sport, do it with them and then it eases the pressure tremendously. I felt that with Tay or with friends in life of like, think how much harder it is to do something solo than it is to do it with someone else. Because if you go in with someone else, then, you know, which isn't going to happen, but you're like, if everyone here is like an whole and like super judgmental, at least I have my friend here and we can just be like, F it. We're just, you know, doing this by ourselves. Right. I think we should drop a little funny story here. Which story? The story of us attempting to join our first run club. The heartbreak. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> our first attempt. I think both of us, yeah, we have a running background, but we were both pretty nervous to join a new group. So, anyway, new shout area. out. New area. Shout out to Heartbreak Running Company. They're amazing <laughs> and everyone is so welcoming and they're fantastic. But at the early stages, I remember seeing this this run club from you know work that i did in the past visiting the boston area so i was like oh you know i've heard about them they look awesome i looked them up on reddit yeah tell you looked up them on, on reddit which is always a great say everyone said they're a while filming so i'm like let's do it let's just go to the track practice they have it tomorrow morning yeah. 6 30 a.m it was gonna be at indoor track reggie lewis yeah so, <laughs> so we drive there the city of boston as you should, I guess, should have known, but we didn't. Like, parking is impossible. Like, finding parking. It's also the winter. <laughs> I'm probably not the nicest all the time when I'm driving. Because to me, like, how, how the scale tips is that if I'm driving the vehicle, the person in the passenger seat is in charge of everything else that is not driving. So directions, music, all this stuff. You do your best, okay? I do your best. So the practice starts at 6.34 a.m. And, you know, I can't blame it all on Tay, I guess, but we didn't look up where you're supposed to park before time. So we are no, in we're in Roxbury at like 6.20 a.m. just circling this school, the Reggie Lewis Center like 50 times because we can't find a parking spot. I'm getting angry at Tay because like, I'm like, where do we go? Like, just find where to park. I need to know how, where to park. And we get so stressed out. It becomes like 635. We're like, we're, we've we're missed the practice. Like it's already out. started. So we end it's up just, still dark up we end up just driving back home. So it's like, <laughs> we just woke up, like mustered the courage for like days to go and tend this track, like this practice. And then we get to where it's at. And we just are like, no, we can't. We just came back home. <laughs> we weren't so upset. We just ran on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah, I remember being so pissed running on that treadmill. Just it was really disappointing. So we prepared the next time. We went online, looked up where to park. We prepared. And so if you are joining a new run club, 
Look at all the details ahead of time. Where is it? What time is it? Where to park? <laughs> well, or just then, try again the next week. Just being around other people that love it. And again, hearing, just asking people, what are you training for? What race are you running for? Because everyone else has the same interest as you. I think running is a great sport to do it because you don't need to have a special skill. As long as you're healthy, have somewhere safe to run, you can go out there and you could be a runner. If you run for five minutes, you are a runner. Oh. So that what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like you don't have to be intimidated and you're trying to make friends and you're thinking about running. Running is a great sport to do. Can I give one rant before we yeah. wrap? Uh-huh. And entails to all of this. Like, please do not do not be scared to publish your runs to wherever you publish them. If it's Nike, it's probably Strava once you get into this. But please do not be intimidated by it because no one cares what your paces are. The only person that cares what your paces are is yourself. Just go run because there's so many parts about your run that are not measured through metrics. And like the metrics are semantics in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. There's more things to the run that is way more important than what pace it was, what distance it was, et cetera. And my Tay tip for today is to visually mark on a calendar each day that you run. I think that's really motivating and helps you stay a little bit disciplined. If you have a visual calendar and you just do a check work or a star or however you do it, it's just nice to see if you look at the month and see all the days that you ran, it makes you realize like, wow, I have accomplished something and you could really start it and make it consistent and you notice a pattern that works for you. I think visually seeing it is a great way to get started. So here's how we're going to cap this off. As we've mentioned, this is the start of our podcast. We're all about the runner and that runner is you and that is everyone if you've done one or a million runs. Yeah. So to support the runner, we want uh, we want our friends to be involved in this podcast. So we are going to ask two things from you. One is to submit questions and they could be any question and we can keep it anonymous so we don't have to say your name if you don't want to. You could put anonymous as your name so that we could talk about subject matters that actually matter to people who are getting you know introduced to this board or want to start loving it more. So that's one. Two is we want to do shout outs. So we want you to fill out Say there's a friend that needs a little cheer on that, you know, you want to see them get back out there and start running again, or maybe they just ran a 5k recently. Maybe they just ran their first run in months. Like we want to be able to allow friends and family and partners to submit a shout out to said person that we will read off at the end of each podcast. So there'll be a link in the episode bio and you can click there and submit. No question's a silly question. We It'll be for another <laughs> podcast, but we have made so many mistakes. And yes. I think in our eyes, that is the beauty of our podcast is we are not 40-year running veterans. We are actively learning every day. every day. So your question might be something we just learned yesterday or something you might have just educated us about that maybe we're learning for tomorrow. And I think that's the cool part is we are all on this running journey together. We are not on a pedestal. We are not better than anyone else. We are all equivalent on the same playing field, just trying to make one another better. We believe in you. 
We believe in you. And go run the day. Don't let the day run you.